Why do vampires use mouthwash? Because they have bat breath. <laughs> Okay, yes, I know that was bad, but it was fun, but it wasn't really that bad. This time on the streets with Street Curb Curiosity, we're going to be talking about Halloween and all the fun stuff. Trick or treat, it didn't really start until the 1920s, and it was those zany and crazy Scots and Irish that started really back in the 16th century, and they wore costumes and all the fun stuff going house to house, saying rhymes for food. Well, let's discuss all the scary stuff of Halloween. And if you're from the Boston area, it might be like a wicked fun on this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Yeah, I went there too. Wicked fun, Boston. You know, you kind of get it. Well, hey, hope you're doing well. Thanks for uh, joining the podcast again. Uh, to start, I want to know what kind of Halloween person you really are. Like, you know, there are some people with you know no decorations. There are some that you know put up a pumpkin on the stoop. At least that's what we call the the front steps here in Philadelphia. Some people go just really completely out of their minds with lawn inflatables, and there's big spider webs on their doors and on the plants outside, and lights all over the place. Well, some trivia for you, and these numbers kind of surprise me. Last year, 2019, in the United States, 46% of people decorated outside their house for Halloween. 43% decorated inside their house for Halloween. I really thought the inside number would have been a lot higher than that. I mean, you know, you, 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 uh, to me, you know, you walk down the street and you see, in my mind, at least every third house decorated outside. Inside, you would think there would be some stuffed witch or a pumpkin or something going on. You know, we should all just grab a pumpkin, cut out or paint on a face, put it in the window, and poof, we are ready for the Halloween season. The real fun stuff is the outside decorations. I did a little searching on this. And like I said before, you know, there's a, a lot of places with spider webs out this year. But you see lights and you see pumpkins and you see you know, a lot of different weird stuff. There is a 12-foot green Frankenstein that you can buy. I've seen it on Amazon for like 200 bucks. Plus the big spiders that move and the dragons and the, the big inflatable pumpkins that wave around. A lot of really crazy stuff outside. Uh, what is actually the best, most fun city for Halloween? Well, I did a little research there and Per the New York Post, this actually kind of surprised me, San Francisco is the top slot for treats for Halloween. And that was uh, as of just like two years ago. The least safe city for Halloween, Park City, Utah. Why? Well, if you dig into the data a little bit, it's because of traffic accidents. It's not people robbing each other or whatever, but it's it's just you know the the craziness that goes on in the streets. Park City, Utah, is the least safe, the most fun city for Halloween. San Francisco. There's a little bit of trivia for you, but again, that's all from the last year or two. This year. The world is just going to be completely different. Some cities have canceled in whole, or at least in part, Halloween celebrations this year. That includes Los Angeles, Auburn, Alabama, San Diego, Orlando, Atlanta, Denver, Chicago, Cedar Rapids, New Orleans, Louisville. Salem, Massachusetts canceled a lot of their stuff, too. What are the witches going to do? Detroit, Minneapolis, Albuquerque, New York City is still allowing trick-or-treating. I'm not really sure what they're doing with the apartment buildings, but the parades and everything else are canceled. Milwaukee, Salt Lake City, in Philadelphia, and I checked right before I recorded this, podcast, Halloween 
is still on. Trick-or-treating is still on, but there's advice to leave the candy outside in a bucket and, and the usual stuff. You know, keep your six-foot distance with the, with the kids and with the people in the houses. But I have seen some really, really inventive things that people are going to be doing for Halloween this year to, to be able to give the kids candy. Instead of walking up to the door and ringing the doorbell or banging on the door and it opens up and here's the basket, grab some candy, or here, kids, here's your you know Reese's peanut butter cups. There are people that are using catapults. They're like, like almost like a slingshot shooting this stuff out toward the kids. Or there's also a candy shoot of where it's like PVC pipe and you just slide the candy down through and it comes out the other end. People are tossing bags. There are clothesline pulleys. There's some really, really inventive stuff that people are doing for Halloween this year to give the kids candy. And you know what? It's really great to see because we have to work around the six-foot distance thing. They're still making it fun. They're putting a smile on the kid's face, and I just think it's good all the way around. Well, the people handing out the candy are the Halloweenies. Let's talk about the Halloweeners. And look, look, I know this is so L.Y., so last year, because everything has completely changed. It's always great to see the herd of kids coming down the street. Last year's hot costume, do you know? It was It the clown Pennywise from the movie It. Uh, A witch costume is always a perennial favorite. Some from Fortnite, a unicorn. Almost every year I've dressed up my little Macy Jane, my Yorkie, as a unicorn. She's done that a couple of times. The big inflatable dinosaurs, they're also always a hit, too. I love seeing the Tyrannus. I can never say that word. Tyrannosaurus Rex running down the street scaring people. That's always fun. A couple of good costumes this year, they're probably going to involve a mask. And if you really want to go, let's say, uh, low-tech, really not a lot of effort, well, then you could always dress up as a doctor or a nurse Put your mask on and your Halloween problems are solved. <laughs> like I said, we, we were talking about the Halloweenies. We're going to continue to talk about the Halloweeners. It might be different this year, but the Halloweeners that we see every year that kind of sort of make you go, hmm. Well, there's always the old kid or kids. You know, the two or three that think they're really cool and they kind of, you know, walk up to the door and bang on the door and go, uh, uh, trick or treat. Can I have a Zagnut? These kids, and they're always older, like late teens, hell, even maybe even early 20s, they're always out every year doing the same thing. No real costume, eye mask cut out, or maybe a a sheet over their heads with the eyes cut out. Then there's the terrified kids. You see it. Parents drag them around, push them up to the front door. The kid is screaming blue murder because they're terrified. They're afraid of people. They're afraid of the costumes. They're afraid at night. But the parents are just dragging them around going, trick or treat. Boy, then there's the kid that always digs through the candy jar. He's looking for, ah, hey, mister, do you have any Almond Joys in there? It's always the kid looking for the one kind of certain candy bar and takes like 15 minutes to finally have the realization that what he's looking for, what she's looking for, isn't there. They complain a little bit, and you know, but what are they going to do? And so they take that piece of candy and they kind of move on. You know, one thought that really popped in my head over all of this, and, and there has been some medical discussion and even uh, suggestions that you really do need to wear a mask if you're out Halloweening. So my question, question that pops in my mind is, are people going to wear their COVID mask over their Halloween mask? Or are people going to wear it under the Halloween mask? Now, you know, the drama with that is if, you know, if you're going out dressed as the mummy, which is not a bad costume at all, or a witch, which is one of the popular ones, or a unicorn, you pick which one you want, okay? Are you going to wear the mask under 
because then it kind of doesn't screw with your costume, but then are you going to be freaking people out like, oh my God, he doesn't have a mask on. I can't give him candy. What are we going to do? That, my friends, I believe is going to be the biggest drama of Halloween this year. You're going to be seeing the stories of, you know, there was a herd of kids out, nobody had a mask on, and it's a crisis, or there were people that were frightened and they took off their costumes to show they had a mask on. I think we're going to see a lot of that noise and a lot of that drama. Speaking of drama, you may have noticed these stories beginning to surface this week. Not as much this year as in previous years, but every year the stories come out about there were a bunch of kids who got apples that had razor blades in them, or there was poisoned candy, or there were candy bars that had needles put inside of them, or the really hot topic from the last couple of years has been that there was candy that had pot in it. And you know, you never really know if these stories are true or not. Well, I am glad you're here, and I'm glad I'm going to be able to help you because I did a little bit of research on this for us. And and I don't know that I have any definitive answers, but let me tell you what I found. Per Wikipedia, most cases over the years were really false cases. Many times it was the kids actually lying to get attention, or sometimes it was parents trying to get a, how should we put it, a legal payday. So a lot of BS going on. Per the University of Delaware, there have been about 200 reported cases since 1958, and most of them turned out to be false. There were a couple of real ones, though, and there were a couple of real doozies. For example, there was one case back in 1964 in rural New York, some lady handed out uh, candy laced with arsenic. Uh, She was caught, she was convicted, and then she was committed to a mental institution. Then there's the case of Robert O'Brien from Texas. I don't know where in Texas, but some small town, I believe, in Texas. 1974. His eight-year-old son did suddenly die after eating pixie sticks. Do you remember pixie sticks? The colored sugar in in the little tube? God, I loved pixie sticks. But anyway... We digress. Turns out that Ronald actually gave his son pixie sticks that were laced with cyanide. And uh, Ronald then was convicted and put in jail and then actually executed for killing his son back in 1984. But that's enough of the scary stuff. Look, there were two really good stories right there for you. But just know if you're going out with your own kids or friends and family and going out and having some fun this Halloween, know for the most part that those stories are really just the news media trying to scare the hell out of you. But check your candy, check whatever you're going to get, and you should probably be okay, but know that a lot of it is just a Halloween scary story. Which leads us to one more scary thing. How about another Halloween joke? I think we'll turn the reverb on for this scary joke. (laughs) You ready? Why didn't the skeleton like Halloween candy? Oh, come on. This one is easy. Yeah, he just didn't have the stomach for it. Look, this year has been scary enough. You need a smile on your face. Put a smile on your family's face, friend's face. Get out there, do some fun, safe trick-or-treating. Get out to a restaurant or bar and have yourself a drink, which actually leads me to one more joke. Okay, reverb back on. Why did the ghost go to the bar? So he could get some booze. (laughs) What? You want one more? (laughs) Okay. This is actually my favorite. What is the one word that everybody can say just like Boris Korloff? Antipasto. 
<laughs> yeah, you may need a good stiff drink or maybe a good Italian dinner after those two Halloween jokes. I myself am probably going to enjoy a fine bourbon this weekend. And whatever you're doing, I hope you have a great weekend. Make it a scary good time. Get the candy bar that you're really looking for. And thank you for joining this seance of Street Curb Curiosity.